This is Hacker Public Radio episode 3216 for Monday the 30th of November 2020. Today's show is entitled, Buying a Second Home in France. It is hosted by Euro Owen Batten, and is about 16 minutes long, and carries a clean flag. The summary is, steps I have taken up to now for buying a second home in another country. This episode of HPR is brought to you by archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to archive.org forward slash donate. Hi guys, this is Jerome Batten again with another podcast. This time the subject is buying a second house in France. Um, and this is a project and it's, it's, it, it's, it's a pretty nerdy one as well. So uh, bear with me while I try to uh, explain um, the, 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 the everything that's involved. And, um, so... This is a, it's a project that's now two years in the making. Uh, I still don't have a second house in France, but we're getting there. Um, and the, the the process of finding and acquiring one is, is a project, and it's it, I think it's it's a pretty nerdy one that I like to share with you. Um, but let me first say I'm not a millionaire. I'm not a wealthy guy. Uh, I don't do bad either, but um, uh, the thing is, I'm not. I'm I myself. I'm living in the Netherlands, um, and um, I think I should tell you a few things about the housing market in the Netherlands at the moment. You know, we've got a population of about 17 million, and there's a shortage, estimated shortage, shortage of around 300,000 houses this has to do with uh social trends like more people are living alone living alone than uh, single living single uh than than uh, back in uh, back in the day um so the demand rises and uh, it rises sh- uh, more uh it rises more than that the market can can re- respond to that this also means in a, in a um uh, a market that's dominated by uh, um, uh, pricing and and, and, and and shortage that housing price house prices in the Netherlands are pretty steep and um, that uh, that's a trend that has been going on for years and so the average house price in the Netherlands the average house price is a short of short of 300,000 euros which in my opinion is is, is a pretty hefty amount of money um 
if you want a cheap house, you can get one for uh, maybe something around a hundred thousand euros, but you'll probably have a very small house living right next to a pretty uh, busy uh, road, for instance. Um, the, so the average uh, is 300,000 euros. Um, there are a lot of um, uh, guys uh, selling, uh, uh, being intermediary for uh, people looking for a house and people selling houses. That's a thriving business, clearly. Um, and they all sort of use the same website. Well, there are more websites, but you know, it's like Amazon. There are other websites, but a lot of people think that Amazon is the only one in the world selling books, or almost, or the biggest one. Now, it's the same with Netherlands, but it's called Funda, F-U-N-D-A dot N-L. Um, and there you can search your heart's content for houses in the Netherlands. Um, and like I said, for steep prices. So I was thinking about, well, um, I've got now, uh, I, I sold my house two years ago. It was a big house. Uh, we now do a living in a, in a nice rental uh, place. And I was at some time vacationing in France and I thought, well, they've got a lot more space here than in the Netherlands because, you know, we are pretty overpopulated. Um, and, um, well, the food is not bad either. Uh, I mean, uh, the occasional bottle of wine or a nice uh, cheese, um, it's all there. So why not? You know, it's an idea. I've got lots of ideas. Most of them never amount to much. And I'm not saying that this one will, but um, I had this idea. Let's see if I can get a second house, a small house in France. So... Um, we, we, we try to find um, an area where we should start our search, you know, and, and what are the criteria for that? Do you want something that you can fly to or do you want something at a driving distance and how long will, will you max, is your maximum driving time? So we thought, well, you know, about a day, it dry, if you leave in the morning and you arrive in the evening, that's, that's fine with me. Um, so, but that's still, if you really like to, you can still go from Netherlands to the south of France, even almost to Spain. So that's a pretty big uh, area, but we, we decided on some something in the middle, you know. Maybe close to the sea, I don't know. Maybe close to the mountains, you know. It's what your preference is, and that's not really important for the story. Um, so we zoomed in on some particular area, and last September we took a couple of weeks vacation and we visited that area, driving around, looking for, looking to cities, looking to places. Um, Looking at, uh, 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 what's the word for it? Um, those guys selling houses, you know what I mean? Uh, I don't know the word in, in English, but um, it's probably something simple. Um, and um, look at the prices. And uh, those are a lot less than the prices in the Netherlands. But it's, of course, a completely different area. Um, so we found an area and I thought to myself, can I get a list of all the villages in this area? So, clearly, I went to OpenStreetMap, 
zoomed in on the area i could download all the uh, data for france and make my own database install a, a geo server instance to query that yeah that's all possible and very nice if you know what you're doing which i clearly didn't it's it, it can be all everything can be much simpler so i asked a question on uh, a Slack channel of guys working on, on map data. And I got the link to a site called overpass-turbo.eu. And you can enter queries there um, and uh, in, in, a, in a certain uh, specific uh, overpass query language. And um, I... Um, I thought, yeah, okay, but now where do I find a query? Well, on wiki.openstreetmap.org slash wiki slash overpass underscore API slash overpass underscore API underscore by underscore example. There is a very nice um, query. If you simply search for um, village notes, you can uh, uh, see a query that you can paste into the overpass-turbo.eu site. And and on the right side of the of the of your your browsing window is 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 um, um, uh, 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 like Google Maps uh, you know uh, is an area is shown of of the country and you can zoom in zoom out pan whatever you like so um, the area that's uh, shown on the right you can query with the overpass query that you type in or paste on the left in an edit box. So I did that, and I got an XML uh, data of, uh, I don't know, 120, 130 uh, villages. Um, so that gave me the name of the village and the postal code and um, the the number of uh, inhabitants. Um, and so I, I brew myself a small Python program to convert that into a, a Postgres table because SQL for me is much easier to query. Um, and I ran another query to generate a CSV, uh, CSV file uh, with, uh, again, the, 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 the name of the, the village, the number of inhabitants, uh, the postal code, but also the URL for Google Maps uh, search. Uh, and I imported that file into LibreOffice in a spreadsheet. I edited the, um, the column with the um, uh, Google Maps URL so that it would become uh, clickable. So now I'm in the process of clicking on all the villages that I think may be interested with regards to the number of inhabitants. And... Um, and see uh, if if um, if there's not a, a large road um, uh, next next to this village or into this village, um, and if there, maybe if there is a bar or if there's a church, you know, not, not that I'm a church going, but it, it it tells you something about the the size and the activity of the community. Um, so currently I'm in the process of evaluating uh, about 70 villages in, in the area that I'm interested in. And um, it's, it's, in a way it's, it's good fun to um, open such a village in, in, in Google, uh, Google Maps first, 
see how how much uh, forest is there in that particular area or is it all uh, 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 a flat surface with um, with fields for uh, let's say corn and 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 the like and other agricultural uh, uh, stuff um, and um, if so then I'll if it's that sound if that looks good I'll switch to street view well and then you see the shortcomings that we've not yet got everything every road in the world in street view um, I've even had a few villages that are not that don't have any road included in street view but most of the time, at least one of the roads through the village is in street view, so I can have a look around. Because some of the villages are um, a little bit run down. Yeah, that's, I think, the best expression. And, and some of the villages are looking pretty, uh, pretty good. So um, uh, I hope that in a couple of weeks I'm, I'm done with... Um, that assessment and then I'm pretty curious uh, if I gather all that information if, if there's some sub area within my area that I seem to fancy more than other areas um, and th th the thing is also that the housing market in France is completely different from the Netherlands so in the Netherlands we have a shortage in France, there's no shortages of houses. On the contrary, uh, it quite often happens that um, uh, when uh, when the grand folk uh, pass away, the house is just left, and maybe they visit that once a year or something. And after 50 years, it's pretty run down. <laughs> you have a lot of houses that way, um, but a run down house still has an owner, even if it's on paper. But you can uh, buy that for a dime and, and, and start uh, restoring it to its former glory, if you fancy that. Um, and um, uh, the other thing is that the housing market in France is pretty competitive. In the Netherlands, you when you sign a contract with a, a realtor, I think that's the word for it. If you sign a contract, contract with a realtor in the Netherlands, it's exclusive. So you have one realtor for the house that you're trying to sell. In France, you can go to multiple realtors to sell your house. So um, they don't have a guarantee that they will sell your house because, well, maybe you've gone to a couple of other guys as well. Um, so that also means that they don't bundle uh, their offerings on one overall website where you can search for... Um, uh, all the houses in France. Um, sure, there are the, the scrapers, sites that scrape from other sites and thus give you some, some overall perspective, but it's not complete. Uh, it, it just gives you an indication of completeness or feeling, but it isn't. Um, so you have to contact individual realtors in the area, more than one, and clearly state what you're looking for. And um, uh, then uh, they will no doubt be glad to offer assistance and, and to sell you a house, of course. Um, 
Uh, add to that the fact that almost everybody... Well, you you can't call yourself officially a realtor in France without a diploma, but you can get a license from a registered realtor, which makes you a sub-licensed realtor, and then you can say that you also sell houses, which does not really make things more clear or reliable. But uh, that's... Um, so you, you really have to... If you are interested in, in buying a second house in France... You really have to look into this and 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 read some books about its subject. Um, if you like, there's also a very nice podcast by Annie Sargent um, that uh, uh, discusses uh, buying a house in France, and it's it's in in English as well. Um, I'll look up the URL and put it in the show notes as well. So anyway, um, that was my short story about how far I am at the moment. It's not maybe I don't have a house yet. Maybe I one day ha- I will. I don't know. I hope so. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if you have some questions, additional comments, whatever, put them in the comments of the sh- in, in, uh, with the show, and I'll be more than glad to respond to them in an, uh, uh, in a follow up. Okay. Have a nice day. Bye bye. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.